Previously on the Lineage of Moon Rage, we found Silver Song. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> after that, we, uh, you know, made our way into Bronze Wall after taking down the, you know, the ceiling of that door. And um, Willem went ahead and got attacked by some really fast things. And then we took pretty fast care of them. And then. A uh, dragon thing was kind of creepy, and it seemed like it was going to go bad, but then the iridescent wolf came in and chopped its head off. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. 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 A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Martin Lawrence, and I play Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Toby Keith, and I play Michael Bay. Um, <laughs> do it, Lindsay. Do it. I can't think of people. <laughs> um, I'm I'm Kermit the Frog, and I play Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. And that's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. Man, we are in 2021 now. This shit is wild. Yeah, I this never one, two, thought three. we're on one, two, three, man. One, uh, two, three. <laughs> Watch <laughs> out, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, I don't want to alarm you. There's a shark. <laughs> there appears on your face. to be a shark puppet on but your hand. You're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, the visual gags <laughs> on the audio podcast. God, when we start streaming, this is gonna just enhance high tier content. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see then so you many sharks. Really want to start paying us money, <laughs> and you guys will be able to see Yo, my macho man. This whole time. <laughs> Do you guys my know m- these guys think they're fucking carrot top? <laughs> <laughs> they're not, but it's adorable. I'm gonna watch. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, stay tuned because eventually um, we're hoping to roll out some some streaming, and uh, I think it'll be good once we can get our, all our ducks in a row and stop looking stupid in front of the camera. Hey, hey quit messing up our ducks, guys! <laughs> <laughs> With their bad eggs. Um, <laughs> what are we gonna do about our shitty background? We can we can throw up a background. Can yeah, you buy you us can... a sheet to hang behind us or something? <laughs> yeah, maybe my you background's can. Uh... dope. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've just got a bunch of shoes, courtesy I, of me. So I don't, I don't know why, but I keep seeing the shoes out of the corner of my eye, and I mm. think that I'm in like a guitar store, and I think that they're guitars hanging on your wall. <laughs> just I don't know what's wrong with my brain. It's the rack, I think, because it's kind of like the same, like almost like a slotted rack. <laughs> it's it's a little bit of the shoes, also. I generally purchase them with guitars in mind. <laughs> <laughs> this will go well with my seafoam green Fender Strat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2021. I guess we'll see what this year brings. But oh it's been God. 2020 was a fucking <laughs> terrible year for a lot of things. But it was a great year uh, for kind of us as far as the podcast goes. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of us. Yeah. yeah, it's been shitty not seeing each other. Yeah, that's true. That that's been super shitty. But yeah, 
there there are definitely sessions that are more difficult than others where it's like I just want to fucking hang out with my friends. I just want to be able to hold hands. I think it's commonly known that before each of our episodes we all used to hug each other beforehand. <laughs> and yeah, it's thrown everything off. There was a lot of hand holding. Yeah. <laughs> there was. Yeah. I was a conduit for a while. <laughs> I had to I had to hold the hands of Seth and Mika to make sure that their love like flowed through each other we also need to get a table like like when we finally get back together have a decked out table with like oh, a yeah. yes put like a monitor in the center yeah yeah exactly i mean we all got the stimulus check right except seth but <laughs> i should i should check to see if i got it but you should yeah. check. I, I just take sam's stim check too <laughs> Guys, we got a I table. We can D and D now. <laughs> Seems like what happened to mine? You're like they said you. Uh, it's called an get investment. <laughs> <laughs> I got you shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they got lost in the mail. Billy, they're guitars. They're foot guitars. <laughs> foot guitars. Shitars. Yeah, once we're in person again, I'm gonna hug each of you five times at least. <laughs> One, was that was that Pinwin or Lindsay? Both. <laughs> so that's ten total. <laughs> at least. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not We're going <laughs> to do Billy you Billy you would make a great like guy to record for like the the segments on radio shows where they just hit like the sample button. <laughs> Not my kiwis. I I'm Mr. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> For tonight's Around the Campfire question, we are going to do a little bit more world building, sort of. So I want you guys to take a moment and think about an interesting magical object, place, or perhaps person that exists in the world that you've heard about only through rumors, myths, or legends. So take a second to think about that, and then I will ask you each about your magical thing artifact something i'll go first give give me a city that starts with m seth mean the world in, in yeah in our yeah just in the world doesn't have to be our gary can you give us the names again like the one time then we i already have one <laughs> i'll just call it the i'll, I'll just go with mir and luke okay that's a that's country fine. yo i know but oh. i i didn't i didn't want to detract anymore from more than i already had okay all right so today we're going to start with you know what? We'll start with Willem. As I traveled around the world, uh, one of the rumors or legends, I guess you could say, possibly myths that I kept hearing about was the Mirror of Mirenlug. Hmm. And legend has it that if you find this mirror, two people can stand on either side of it. And if they touch it, they switch places uh, as far as their consciousness goes. And you can see through and live through that other person's eyes and body until you return to the mirror and go on opposite sides and touch it again. Sort of a Freaky Friday situation. A little bit. A little bit. Mirror of Mirenlug. I like it. Mm. Can I go next? Because it's really weirdly convenient. I, I was going to choose you next, so go ahead. So there's this famous 
uh, wizard called the Mirror Mage. A really weird coincidence because of the mirror bullshit. <laughs> but hive mind. He's a world-renowned abjurer, and he's mastered deflection of magical spells. And he's said to have been the wizard that created Counterspell, but he can literally deflect all sorts of things with his magical ability. That's why they call him the Mirror Mage. He not only stops spells from happening, but he redirects them back at the casters that cast them at him. He's a real prick, I hear. (laughs) Very nice. All right. Pinwin. Okay, this is really cool, and I've heard about it. Haven't seen it. Cannot ju- cannot say if it's real or not, but some kids talked about it back in Shadeholm, and it sounded way cool. It's like a cross between a thing and a person, <laughs> and uh, it's like a giant. <laughs> it's it's like a live being that's this big pink dude, and you like reach into like you poke his tummy. And then your hand goes through and you pull out what you need. Like he's a magical thing that you just pull out what you need. It just knows what you need and then it gives it to you. You just got to reach for it in his belly. Does it smell like belly button? No. <laughs> not, not, I, I mean, I don't think so. We didn't talk about that. Um, we just like would make the joke all the time like, oh man, I sure wish I had that pink dude so I could grab that <laughs> so I could get this hot cocoa that I really want, but I don't have the ingredients. <laughs> That's a very interesting and abstract thing. I really like that. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Gorbo, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so in my travels, I heard about this body of water. They call it the Fettergrin Pool. It's allegedly in Avstand, and I've heard that if you drink from this pool, you'll get visions of your fate. Ooh. Whether it's good or bad, I don't know, but you'll see it. Very cool. The mm. Fettergrin Pool? Fettergrin. Fettergrin Pool. All right. Is that F-E-T-T-E-R? F-E-T-T-E-R-G-R-I-N. Fettergrin. Perfect. Tomar and Willem. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. If you're in Tomas's spelling bee. (laughs) (laughs) And that rhymed, so that's also part of the spelling bee. (laughs) That's one one boon for me. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Extra points. If you're in Tomas's spelling bee. Um, (laughs) You're never going to live that down ever. The spelling bee song. Um, so, uh, Willem and Tomar actually, um, so I'm going to make an amendment here, combining both of yours. Interestingly enough, the mysterious two objects that you guys shared are actually very heavily related. Amdashar was the name of the mirror mage and he was a Mirenlug mage and he also developed the mirror of Mirenlug. In addition to other things, he was also a masterful copier. He was able to reproduce spells that he'd only seen one time, and he was something of a legend among many peoples, and he lived about 600 years ago. And his favorite animal is the meerkat. It's not. <laughs> it's good. Well, that's what I heard. You can't tell me what I heard. Kill him. <laughs> Cool. Very nice. That was fun. So more of that. Mm-hmm. All of that I like and will utilize. So Yes. 
Keep your eyes and ears peeled, kids. I can't wait to see what I pull out of the thing. How do I peel my ears? <laughs> I can't wait to see my fate. <laughs> the thing is also really cute. Like It's got a cute little face like... But it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining like a giant ditto from Pokemon. Yes. I, I, that's kind of... It was like a mix between ditto and Snorlax, but also... <laughs> no, no, ditto. Like, completely pink, but Snorlax shaped. I was imagining shaped. Majin Buu from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. All right, so when we last left off, you were all on a roof inside Bronze Wall, and you had just defeated two uh, nefarious beings, burned them to ash very easily, it seems, and a uh, some sort of smaller dragon was flying in to make an attack, and then suddenly the dragon's head was lopped off with a flash as the iridescent wolf appeared. A vaguely familiar creature that you have not seen in a very long time, but had a very heavy influence on your naming conventions for your group. All right, so since this happened off podcast, do you want to, like, tell the audience about it a little bit before? We may have, but I will. So, uh, back at the beginning of the campaign, the group of adventurers here... Pinwin was not involved, but Lindsay's other character, Lewin, who, as you all now know, is the new father. Um, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, congratulations, being a new father. Um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, they went to Ravenmore, and in Ravenmore, they, could, they participated in the Great Hunt. And during that time, they encountered the iridescent wolf and the iridescent wolf's pup. And it was a large creature, a wolf, of course, that could speak inside your mind and also had a, an array of different powers and uh, they were able to befriend it specifically Lewin soul bonded to the iridescent wolf mother in order to bring it back to life after it had been brought to death by you guys attacking it um, <laughs> and uh, and was was then forth uh, was then forth bonded to it but yeah it became a, a very good ally and you guys have not seen it in a number of years so yeah so that's kind of what happened there and it's also the namesake of of the wolves of moonreach what you guys named yourselves after and also potentially as you guys have surmised it may be the namesake ruin oh mm. <laughs> duh mm. I mean, we suspected that, mm. yes, but I mean, it just I now clicked then specifically why. I super um, didn't. <laughs> I had no idea what the name <laughs> um, I guess that's why they call us the Lions of Deep Monster. <laughs> guess that's why we're the Sharks of Mirrenloon. <laughs> and you briefly described what it looked like, but... Like how yeah, big it's is kind it of like, and stuff. Mm. So this creature is, has its back is about twenty foot from the ground. It's a large creature. It's uh, about twenty foot long as well. It's it's quite substantial, but it is uh, it's the reason it's called an iridescent wolf is because it sort of glows like that like think night vision goggle green in its fur, but it's also kind of an oil slick color like that multi-hued like weird hard to name color scheme that just kind of shifts between different color and almost different spectrums you're describing iridescent that's what that's how we describe it yeah <laughs> and uh, so yeah just for the audience's benefit that's how it looks so a, a heavy heavy green hue uh but also you guys notice as it lands on the roof it has a vague blue hue Kind of Ooh. covering its body, <gasps> like Lewin. 
I love it. Not like Lewin, but like a Rue. Like Bluin. Uh. <laughs> what was its wow. name again? The mother was Adara and the pup was Bem. Can we tell the oh. difference? Well, let's get back to the, the thing and I'll have your real perception. So you guys see that the wolf is still kind of glowing. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Try to make me. 19. <laughs> Try to make me. Yeah, uh-uh. I wish you would. Me. 27. 30. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Oh, shit. I did the wrong thing. I tapped the wrong button. It's buttons. 10, probably. <laughs> Mika accidentally shoots it in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> I think you shot Marvin. Wasn't it Bem? Well, now it's Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Bem went Bam. It's 14, so can it? Nice. That's pretty All good. right, so everyone but Pinwin, um, you remember that the mother wolf had a large scar across its face. This wolf does not. So you could probably surmise that this is the now grown-up pup, Bem. Do I perceive anything since I rolled You've 30? never seen this creature before I in know. your life, right. and so this is just like, holy fuck, like this giant wolf <laughs> creature. Bem, is that you? I... It is me. How did you get here? Bem, you're big! I have grown some. I followed the sound of destruction in order to arrive at this location. I felt compelled to come here, though I am not sure why. What about Adara? I think I know. My mother is no longer with us. No. You what didn't happened? have to do that, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said shame. she's like on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> she's in Aruba. You're such a, a bad person. Adara does Hawaii. It's fine. <laughs> she's in Tahiti. <laughs> she transcended through the plains. Wow. So she stepped on the landmine. She, she discovered a gateway and traveled through it, promising one day to return, though I have not seen her in many a moon. Wow. Well, it's great I'm to sorry, see you ben. again. Likewise. This is Pinwin. Do you know Shadow? <laughs> Why would... <laughs> I do not know a Shadow, but you have the smell of a wolf on you. I had a companion that was a wolf, and now he transcended too, but he didn't go to another plane. You're really cool. It smells like blood wolf. And you guys, by the way, can hear all of this in your head. The creature is not actually speaking through uh. its mouth, but in your mind. Mm. Do, you Do you parlay with the blood wolves? Um, <laughs> yeah, we I partay kind of... all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I found him on happenstance. He actually saved me when I was lost on my choosing. And we kind of found each other and saved each other a little bit because he lost his family. So I don't know. I'm really tight with one blood wolf. <laughs> Weirdly, Pinwin, give me, you don't know why, but give me a perception, or not perception, a persuasion roll. Okay. <laughs> oh. I don't believe you. I rolled bad. <laughs> Twelve. You beat a ten, so. Ah. Bem kind of lowers their eyes at you. The blood wolves and the iridescent wolves are cousin species. Those who befriend the blood wolves befriend the iridescent wolf. I can tell. I just knew. 
I can tell by your scent that you are a companion of wolves. I will trust you on this night. Yeah, this night or <laughs> but not tomorrow. <laughs> not you tomorrow. gotta roll all over again for tomorrow, bitch. <laughs> well, you're, you're kind of glowing more like you're on our side for more than tonight. Hopefully, I have discerned that there are other features in the universe that have called me here. This glow I am noticing only began when I arrived here. I assume it has something to do with the runes. You know about the runes, Ben? My mother was keen with rune lore, and often spoke to me of the various nuances of runes. Oh, interesting. So we don't have to brief you on this at all. That which I do not know I will not inquire. Well, it seems like you might be the namesake rune. Yeah, I don't know if you know... I don't know if you know this, but after we met you and your mother, we uh, decided to call our group the Wolves of Moonreach, because... I have heard rumblings of something of that nature through the vines and trees and grasses. I have learned this, discerned this. I have heard of the Wolves of Moonreach, though I was not sure if it was all of you. Wow. It's us. Surprise. It is is good good to see all of you again and meet new friends, as well as these additions that I resonate with. And Bem kind of indicates Mirlock, Len, Dirk, and Chester. Is Chester still, like, faintly glowing? Yes, still faintly glowing. What do we need to do? What was that move that you did on that lizard guy? I bit its head off. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) What? Sick, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking tight. (laughs) Parlay. (laughs) Parlay this motherfucker. That was a very fast bite. Thank you. I have been trying to ebb the tide of the battling going on in this city. This humanoid settlement. Though it is typically outside of my area of care or desire, I felt compelled to protect this place for a time. Now I believe that it is because I was waiting for you. Hmm. Well, we're going like this way. Um, <laughs> you're welcome to tag along for sure. <laughs> Please come. I will do so. Though I am not inconspicuous in this form, Allow me to make myself more. And then you watch as the wolf shrinks down to an almost like, like basically like a foot tall and a foot wide and like just shrinks super, super tiny. Bem has become. Oh, I am much faster in this form. I can lead you to where the seal is. Oh. Yeah, do that. I I must must admit there is a large force guarding the seal. Be prepared to do battle when we arrive. Uh, asking for Willem here, his girl and some of our allies are (laughs) trapped in this town. Uh, have you seen any of them, Bem? The, the hostages. 
I have witnessed. They are retained inside of the fortress. You, Willem, you seem to have a sense of urgency and an anger about your aura. <laughs> He's doing the pee pee dance where you really have to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm doing the Dave Chappelle impersonating Prince. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, I I know it's kind of a long shot, but I I did want to ask them uh, if there was some way that you could maybe catch a scent of possibly a drow in the city. I have scented the drow. I have. Smelled that for many days now. I have smelled many different scents. There's drow. There are many. But specifically because the drow is so strange to my senses, though I have encountered them before, I did take particular note of this scent. And I, I hold a hand up, like, to Chester, like, so not, just to be clear, not this one. <laughs> like a different this one. This one does not smell fully drow. This, this one, one smells like a bugbear. And Chester, like, like raises his hand. Uh, that's because I was uh, raised by bugbears, perhaps. <laughs> what? And then the whoa! <laughs> you he, didn't mention he that. Meant, he did mention that actually. Did he? I did. I, yeah. I mentioned that yeah quite a few times. I'm actually. so After sorry. We, pretty we much didn't every remember. time we've interacted, I've mentioned the bugbears. <laughs> but uh, you yeah. know, it's, they're like my adopted family. After I, we killed the giant spider. He told us, like, you asked him if he could control creatures, and he said that he tried to do it on his bugbear parent, and they didn't like it. Sometime when uh, all this kind of gets less wonky, uh, I'll, I'll just lay out the whole history of my uh, my larger-than-average uh, upbringing and uh, my crazy story that led me here to you wolves. But for now, I think uh, maybe this isn't the most opportune time. Unless you can tell us while we're walking, and then maybe we can get your glow all the way to fruition? I don't know. Do you feel that glow, by the way? I don't feel it, but I can see it a bit. Uh, if I, It's like kind of like in my peripheral, almost like subconscious. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. So, Bem, the, the seal is in a different place than the fortress? The seal... This is beneath the fortress. Okay, good. Ah. All right, so we're okay. We're going two birds in yes, one stone. Yes, that's convenient. Awesome. There's, There's much fighting going on within the city. There are many skirmishes that you might encounter if you go with the direct shot. But if you would like to circumvent most of them, you can follow me. I know the footpaths. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I'm game. Are we bad for that? <laughs> we not like not saving people. Well, we need to get to the to the seal as soon as possible. We do. Knowing where it is is going to be really yeah. beneficial. And we can't spill any more uh, hobgoblin blood. That's We'd true. only be making things worse. I sense that the greater threat is that seal. I've heard echoes of it from the past, and I would imagine that the greater threat is that in that if you do not stop it, it will not matter who you save along the way. That's true. I wish we could just get them to stop fighting and stop spilling more hobgoblin blood if potentially, if that's happening. Anyway, let's go! Because, yeah. 
Do you, do you require, require assistance in travel? What do you mean? I could make myself larger, and then you can ride upon my shoulders. Yes. <laughs> or I could grant you all the ability to dawdle above the rooftops. Daddling. Daddling sounds fantastic. I'm curious about that. Can we do both? Air doddle. <laughs> Air doddle. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you can it. have a boon. Yes! <laughs> Alright. Stay still for just a moment. And the and Bem lowers his head and starts concentrating. And then this like magical iridescent energy kind of swarms around him in like this like weird like octagonal pattern and then kind of spreads out to you guys and you guys feel this warm energy enter you and suddenly you guys all have the ability to cast the fly spell nice cool does it take up a spell slot to do so it does not yay even cooler yes uh, you're doing it Peter <laughs> <laughs> I've never done this before yay it's oh. pretty cool how do I do it you can fly you can fly you can fly Concentrate on the energy you have received and utilize it to fly. Definitely don't overthink it, though, because you, then you're going to make yourself psyched out and you're not going to be able to do it. Well, now that's all I'm worried about. I know. I should, I, as soon as I started saying it, I'm like, Gorbel's going to freak out. You shouldn't out. have even said that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's easy. Just, Just do this and I start flying. Yeah, just do this, and I fight too. <laughs> yeah, I close just my do eyes this. really tight. Focus really hard. <laughs> you hit like something like along Rolling the way. And <laughs> yeah. Leg snaps, and then you continue off that. Am I doing it? All right, uh, give me a concentration check, Gorble. <laughs> Yeah, constitution. Oh, I didn't know that either. Concentration is. Constant. Sorry, I meant to say constitution, but yeah, oh. it's like basically rolling con- concentration, like with a spell. Oh, huh. I constitute so well. <laughs> I rolled a twenty, and then I have a plus two, so that is twenty-two. Nice. Wait, you rolled a natural twenty? Yes. Okay. Yeah, nice. you like you close your eyes, and then you immediately like shoot up in the air. I open my eyes. I'm terrified. <laughs> I start. All right, well, I try to race. Well, since you two have, you also have not done this. Go, go ahead and give me uh, a uh, Constitution roll. You got it, boss. It's not good. That's a ten. <laughs> you do hit an awning. <laughs> It so was it almost sh- a natural 20, and then it hit the side <laughs> of the screen and just stopped rolling, and I was like, <laughs> So uh, it takes you a little bit longer to kind of get the grasp of it. Um, you got a lot of thoughts going on. You've got, you mm. know, Shigara kind of swarming around in there. You've got re-meeting the wolf. It's, it's sort of distracting, but eventually you're able to slowly rise into the air, casting the flood Rise up. And then I started thinking about R. Kelly. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, (laughs) Bem also, the tiny little form of Bem now floats in the air and just shoots off. Oh, power puppy. (laughs) (laughs) I think Reaper has a mini that is a wolf with wings. Oh, does he actually have wings? 
Uh, sure. Aww. He has little wings. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Do they have feathers or fur? They're furthers. Furthers. All right, that's that a boo. Yeah, that deserves <laughs> it. <laughs> that's a boo. That was a good one. God damn it. All right, so you guys follow? Yeah. Follow. I will All right, follow you. you guys uh, fly over the rooftops, soaring around. Um, at one point, you do notice a contingent of a contingency of hobgoblins that spot you from the ground. Everyone give me a deck save. I release droppings on them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the official collective of I hobgoblins? The a collective dropping spell? <laughs> a contingency. A contingency of hobgoblins? Yeah, now it is. A parliament of owls. I got 13. Holy bucket. 25. I 18. I keep rolling shit for decks as... It's like one of my fucking things. 27. All right. Everyone but Tomar, you narrowly avoid the arrows that are fired at you. Tomar, you are hit by one of the arrows doing 12 damage. Unless you have piercing resistance. I do. Mm. Okay. So six damage. (laughs) Do you ever get sick of that? Like, unless you have resistance to that too. Can you have (laughs) him make a deck save the guy who shot me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you remember that mirror mage? Uh, that's an eleven. Yeah, as I fly by, I do sacred flame down on him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, twenty-three radiant damage. <laughs> the hobgoblin turns to ash, burning up blood. all of its blood. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> so say technically no- that's not blood. <laughs> not blood. <laughs> so yeah, so as you're just like. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll show you, you Arrow. Just fucking Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys continue on. You approach, uh, following Bem, you kind of approach a path that leads up to this looming fortification. This massive, it's on a, it's kind of built up on a hill, and you can see it from everywhere in the city, but it is this humongous, it's possibly the largest structure you've ever seen, this fortification. Looks a lot like a castle, but for some reason they're calling it the main manor. Hmm. And you guys approach it, and as you do, you see that there is a huge amount of hobgoblin soldiers gathered around the base of the building. There are hundreds of hobgoblins here, and they seem to be fighting, and at their edges, you see that they're fighting with what appears to be bronze wall warriors, and uh, Bem lands on one of the roofs, and you guys, do you guys follow to the roof? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Bem kind of uh, looks out, and it looks as if uh, he's scanning the area to try to figure out where best to go from here. And you guys watch as this fighting continues on. There's a ton of hobgoblins fighting a ton of bronze wall residents and some other what looks to be like maybe swords, mercenaries, things like that. People who happen to be trapped in the city. You see like magic energy being thrown around and stuff like that. And from the far corner... You guys see a flash of silver light. There is a figure zipping through the hobgoblins at top speed, and you can watch as they kind of fly away from the point as this figure moves through. Everyone give me a perception check. Okay. Silver song? 
<laughs> is he secretly Silver Surfer and awesome? <laughs> 27. Natural 20. I have rolled 27 again. 31. Two 27s? What? I see the shit out of whatever this is. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you and roll him? I'm going to bring up the rear with a solid 26. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, so we all did great. Everyone but Gorble. <laughs> <laughs> everyone but Gorble. Sees like a lot of fine detail. There's a familiarity to this figure. However, Tomar, one thing you notice very specifically, while you don't recognize the raiments of this person, you recognize their weapon. For a brief moment with that roll, you catch sight of a large spear. The only time you've ever seen this spear before was once, and it was at a, in a graveyard outside of the village of sheep hair. Oh, shit. What? Is it Zyko? Guys, I think that's Zyko. No, it's not. That Where? Was <laughs> what? <laughs> She's looking in the opposite direction. <laughs> Tomar has to do the head grab turn. <laughs> that really fast guy? Yeah, that really fast guy. That's Zyko? Oh, good for him. Or it's some really cool guy from Sheep Hair. <laughs> <laughs> you guys watch as this, like, zigzagging lightning bolt just kind of flies through the the army and is just, like, lopping off arms and necks and heads and, <laughs> and every appendage you can possibly think of, spinning a large silver spear that seems to be illuminated by green magical energy as it moves and is zigging around and then gets to the front of the line of the bronze wall resistance and begins pushing back with them, fighting off this army. Zyko the zigzagging silver spear. Can we stop <laughs> down there or something? Or can I stop down there? Or Don't we not want to spill blood? Zyko, stop. Yeah, he's spilling a lot of blood. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> like, too much blood. Like, it's cool, but stop. <laughs> Zyko, I know you want to help, bud, but... <laughs> You're just adding to the doom stew. <laughs> doom stew. I'm going to go down there. I don't know if anyone yeah, else is. Let's go. I'm going to hang back. Really? Uh, Gorbo, what yeah. are you doing? I like to keep a good vantage point. I'm going to fly over. Okay, so <laughs> Willem, Bem, and the other runes, uh, kind of, and Prince Othis, hang out on the roof. The three of you fly down. To the front lines of the battle. Turns out it was not Zyko. <laughs> we don't even know trouble. this guy. <laughs> He's got Zyko's hey, head mounted oh, on the spear. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just some dude. Never mind. Like a week long meth bender. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. So Yikes. as you guys approach that area, I need everybody to give me a deck save. Okay. He does not discriminate. Eighteen. 16. Ooh, there we go. 29. Nice. All of you avoid a volley of arrows that is fired in your direction as the hobgoblins seem to see your approach hey. through the air. Oh, Gorbel, you barely avoid an arrow as it just kind of like, like flies by you. <laughs> Do I see the person who fired that? It's hard to tell. Well, I pick someone out and I decide it's them. <laughs> <laughs> Flip them off. <laughs> <laughs> I scowl. <laughs> I make a note of their face. Gorbel will remember that. <laughs> you guys land in the, like, kind of the midst of everything, 
and you guys can see a bunch of the villagers kind of back off, and everyone's kind of, for one, everyone's kind of looking at you, Tomar, because you have this natural iridescent flame that comes off of you as part of your boon. Uh, it's like kind of orange energy. Mm-hmm. But everybody sees you arrive, and they kind of back off, and you can hear, like, whispered, like, <sighs> the only figure that seems not to stop is the armored individual with the large spear, a tall, muscular individual who seems hell-bent on completely eviscerating every opponent in their path. Oi! (laughs) I yell to get their attention, and then I fly in front of them, but behind me, interposing Mm -hmm. between their people and then the hobgoblins, I'm going to create a 60-foot wall of fire behind me. Um... Like in front of the hobgoblins? Yeah, separating okay. the two. Well, the flames go up and everybody's... <gasps> the figure stops and looks over and takes off their helmet and reveals Zyko, smiling. Hey, Toma. You have come to your own, buddy. Just trying to do what's right. Just, you know, trying to chop off some bits and stuff. We're on that side <laughs> of the wall, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Psycho>! <laughs> We're shouting over the firewall. <laughs> Is it him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry I left you in cheap hair. I, I know you were in the midst of making a decision, but Mandorin played some trick and pulled me away. I don't Toma. know. What? Toma. Now's probably not the time. Um, if, it, if it speeds up the process, I forgive you. Don't really. It, I didn't think it was anything bad. Um, but I think we've got bigger fish to fry, don't you think? I agree. We're going to stop the seal, but you have to stop spilling hobgoblin yeah. blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? I know it doesn't make sense. How do we stop them without spilling their blood? Good question. <laughs> well, I mean, you could burn them. <laughs> I mean, I have the fire. I burned one on the way here. You don't have to fight them, though. Like, maybe try and breach the the castle and then defend it from a siege instead of meeting them face to face. I mean, can't we try just so, reasoning with them? Have we so are you that? guys are you guys sneaking inside? Yeah, we're going inside. Do you need a distraction? What do you got? As long as it's not a bloody one. I think it, uh... I think it'll be less than bloody. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, but Guys, sure. is that Psycho? Yeah, that's Psycho. Is he glowing? Are you glowing, Psycho? I look you do Zyko. notice a faint blue glow no. around Psycho. Yeah, our runes. We have our runes. That's all of them, I Why think. Why is he faint, though? We got two faint ones. Put them together and make a whole glow. Yeah, <laughs> smash them together pump. into a pulp. Pump up the rooms. All right, <laughs> Psycho, I trust you. You look like you've got shit handled, so. I did a bit of, I I was doing some push-ups while you were gone. <laughs> it shows. Willem, we have a contender for the fitness club. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We'll, we'll run him through the paces later. <laughs> and the interrogation. <laughs> so, distraction? Distraction. Distraction! How about now? Bodega. Now! Do it up, buddy. And Zyko levels his, like, giant spear, and he immediately hurls it over the, like, the top of your wall of fire, and then disappears. And you hear a loud, 
off in the distance as tons of loud, screaming hobgoblin voices all converge <laughs> towards a certain point. Willem, from the distance, you see this large, like, strike of lightning fly up over the wall of flame that you saw Tomar produce and land about a hundred feet away in the center of the hobgoblins in a large explosion. And you can see this form that you now know as Zyko pushing back and using the butt end of the spear to knock hobgoblins to the ground and fight them off as they all begin converging on a single point. Is Zyko a fucking dragoon? (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking rad. Those push-ups really paid off. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what he's been doing, but holy crap. Okay, yes, and Willem, you can see all of this go down. Um, and you just kind of watch as, as this happens, and you can see him kind of streaking around in, the, in, a, in a general area trying to draw all of the hobgoblins toward him. Uh, the rest of you, what is your current objective? Going back and finding the seal? Yeah. Yep. Do you guys go back to the roof real quick? If that's where Bem is, yeah. That is where Bem is and Willem. Mm-hmm, so you guys mm-hmm. fly back up to the roof. Yes. Let's go unseal the seal. Zyko grew up, guys. And I think he, yeah. uh, I think he's a rune, Willem. Excellent. Well, that would be the like, last uh, of them, right? I, I was going to say the same thing. So I was going to say it sounds like it? the gang's all here. He would be the homeward rune. Mm-hmm. What was the traveler rune? That was Chester? Chester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got them all? We have Caught Traveler. Them all. We have Namesake. Time. I point at Bem. Yeah. We have uh, Battle Minds. I point to Len and Dirk. <laughs> and We just have to pump up. Then we have Miram for Chester. Miraluck is the shade rune. But you notice that some of them are glowing more brightly than others. Stop mm-hmm. it. Right. Glow evenly. Yeah, we have to figure <laughs> out what's going on with Chester. Bem you have to clap. You have to clap around. to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Cook your heels. It seems that some of the runes require extra credentials in order to fully unlock them. I cannot tell you what they are, but perhaps perhaps you can figure it out for yourselves. Perhaps there are criteria that needs to be fulfilled. Is this like an... Can we have like an escape rune where you give us three clues? <laughs> Let's do another game show. <laughs> A brand new rune! <laughs> well, Chester's still faintly glowing, so... Yeah. Not that the game show helped super well. So, Chester, why don't... While we're making our way in the sky over to the seal, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe we can figure it out. Okay, so you guys start flying, like, trying... To, you're following Bem. Bem is, like, shooting around, like, kind of... To circumvent the main group kind of goes towards the hills a little bit. So uh, Chester is kind of like smiling. Well, there's not a lot to tell. I uh, was abandoned as a baby, Um, was uh, picked up by these bugbears who raised me in their village. Uh, Had a lot of issues there because I was was a drow and uh, apparently uh, the drow are... Not super liked by a lot of the races in the uh, underdark. So, uh, why did they pick you up then? 
I don't know, th- maybe charity, maybe so that someone sort of a lightning rod for all the insult comedy that uh, they did really bad job of trying to do down there. I'm not sure exactly. What were the criteria for the, sh- the Traveler rune again? They have longish hair, a bad cut. They're from the Underdark. They're an elf. They like crafts. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Those were what we were asking during the game show thing. Yeah, yeah. But, ah, uh, yeah, I have nothing else. Well, regardless, the the uh, Traveler Rune description, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but it, it wasn't like a clue necessarily. Um, this is something you'll probably have to discern for yourselves. <sighs> but I would think about what sort of keep all this edited out, but I would think about what desires, wants, and achievements each rune needs or necessitates, and that could potentially lead to your answer. Anyway, so he's just kind of, Chester keeps kind of telling a story about how he was raised by bugbears and eventually got in a a scuffle with with his adopted bugbear parents and uh, left to seek out his own fortune. Chester, have you ever been to another plane? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Would you want to? Uh, depends on the plane, I suppose. What are you thinking? Uh, put a pin in that. (laughs) But, we might be going to another plane soon. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Blimey. (laughs) <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> anyway. All right, so you guys kind of skirt around, and eventually Bem leads you around the side of the fortifi- fortification into, like, this ravine, which leads to what appears to be some sort of sewer. And there's, like, a sewer grate in front of it, uh, kind of, like, barred gate. And you can see, like, there's some sewage kind of leaking out Ew. from the rav- into the ravine. This is... The entrance that I am aware of. Ew. But there's poo. <laughs> Can we fly above the poo? And this is very reminiscent of the last encounter I had with Bem and his mother. <laughs> there's a there's a sewer theme. We can hover, right? Yeah, you, you can hover, yes. I'll but just walk on the, the ceiling. Entrance. Are you not coming in? I will come. All right, let's do it. You guys approach the, like, gate. It appears to be locked. What would you like to do about that? I would like I to unlock it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. You're, I will unlock it. I cast firebolt. I, I start <laughs> picking <laughs> it, and it just <laughs> decimates my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We said that th- we said it at the same time. Uh, yeah, give so me s- everybody knows we got to Rochambeau it. Uh, give me sleight of hand, Willem. You that got advantage. it. You got it, boss. It's a pretty good first one. 36 on the first one. Yeah, we're going... You could, you could 34 do on the second one, so 36. Uh, you uh, that sorry, shit. unfortunately. No, um, no, uh, Bye. yeah, this is. <laughs> you thought, based on the way the lock looked, that it might be a little bit more complex than normal, but you were very easily able to unlock it, Willem. You were just, just like. poked his finger in. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It's an old rusted lock, so even if it looked. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, metallic ass short. 
<laughs> Even if it was at one time a complex lock, you were very easily able to like catch the tumbler and just pop it open. Tight. All right, so it is open and it leads into a stinky poop sewer palace. pipe. Yeah, a poop house, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Damn poop houses. After I'll go in. I'll just go in. Me Unless too. Willem goes in first. No, I would like to walk in. on the We're ceiling. Going in. Okay. You're so Willem, you on walk the on the ceiling, ceiling. But you realize Ooh. that even the ceiling, Willem, has a a thin membrane of gross, Ew. shitty sewage. <laughs> Ooh, Seth, how are you For saying this? For someone who's like really squeamish. Uh, no, I know. I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm devoted to my my art here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not draw art. attention to it. Um, <laughs> so you guys. Head down the path. We do his shoes still connect to the sliminess of the poo sheen? They sure do. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Can I just do like a wheelie on the ceiling of skid? <laughs> skid on the shade. Oh, why why like did I do this? Why, why did I do this? Like spray oh. flex out. Oh. N- never mind, this is a completely clean. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, you guys make your way down this poo tunnel and. Uh, poo palace. <laughs> poo palace. And uh, eventually you reach the end, which is like a curved arc going straight up. Okay. Much like the colon. Let us proceed. <laughs> Let we us should proceed. see a doctor. Um, I did. <laughs> a bunch. Twice. <laughs> so you guys head up? Yeah. All right, you guys head up and eventually arrive in a stinky chamber that it, like, there's like a bunch of... There's a bunch of like water starting to drip down into it, um, but this chamber is kind of filled with waste. Okay, this is starting to sound like a poop palace. There's a chamber. Um, are there any door? Can I perceive anything else? Like, give me a perception check. Any who would like. Okay. We're getting a bad first impression of this place. <laughs> <laughs> Brownsville's so full of shit. Um, <laughs> Twenty-one. Eighteen. Thirty-five. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that everybody's like in the twenties and thirties, and Gorbel's always like thirteen. That's a good one for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys can discern that there are a few doors in here. One looks slightly ajar, just barely, as if somebody didn't—they accidentally didn't close it all the way. That's weird. I don't like that. I mean, sometimes people are. Is just it, does it swing in or out towards us? It swings in. Investigate. I just kick it. Mm, oh, mm, mm, to see mm, it. Hey, that's <laughs> my job. I, I keep trying to do like all these very delicate things, and you guys are just like. <laughs> <laughs> so because it swings, Willem's going like close to it to investigate, and Tomar kicks it closed because, as I mentioned, it swings oh my in. God. Oh right. I was okay. So I was thinking it was uh, and swinging you hear a- out towards. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that, but yeah. Tomar. <laughs> It is now locked. Oh. Well, I get my that's that's that <laughs> And that's where we're going to end tonight. Uh, I lock pick this one, too. <laughs> I okay. kick it again. <laughs> this one is a fairly easy lock, so it takes you less than a second to unlock it. Why will you not let me cast firebolts on these doors? <laughs> I unlocked it. 
All right. It opens very easily into a hallway. It's uh, very dim. There's torches along the wall. Um, and I you almost firebolt so we can see better. <laughs> <laughs> I the attack the darkness. Um, Is all the poop uh, gone? Uh, yes, you're no longer in the poop palace. Thank goodness. You're now in a normal hallway that you were probably tracking what? shit into. I was going to say, I'm are, sorry, are why does a normal prints? hallway... Why does a normal hallway just, like, swing into the shit chamber? <laughs> because it's, a like, an auxiliary chamber. It's well, like you, a service chamber. I mean, eventually yeah, you you're going like, to have a non-poo time that leads to put a like, poo room. Put, like, a breezeway in there or something. <laughs> he you said it's what? a hallway. It's a mid. Is it breezy in there? (laughs) A normal hallway, he said. I imagine, like, right around the corner is, like, someone's bedroom. (laughs) The gift shop. It's it's a normal hallway, but it's not like a like a finished nice hallway. It's it's like rough rock, but there are it's dim. There's torches in there, so it's definitely like a servant's entrance to something. <laughs> I look back. You have at to go to work through the shit chamber. <laughs> Just crawl through. If you're a shit shoveler, then day. yes, you will. I look back at Bem inquisitively and point down the hallway as if is this the way to go? I have exhausted I kick the next door. <laughs> is so there guys, even a door? So you guys walk to the end of this hallway and you kick no, the next door? No, you said there were four doors in here, right? Or no? Or no, that was in the chamber. You guys oh, okay. went through the door that you kicked closed. Okay. Well, yes, mm-hmm. we can proceed. We didn't investigate the other doors? Shoot. I'm assuming we're not supposed to be in the poo room, so. Yeah. Um, can I just, as we're walking, take a peek in those other rooms, though? You'd have to go back in the room to peek in those other doors. Yeah, oh, I thought... It. Oh, duh. I thought you You're said... You're now in the hallway. No, in the hallway, there's doors along the way. No, in the, the hallway, room. it's just a straight shot. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, go for it. Kick the door in. Well, no. No? <laughs> I was going to kick the other doors in. Okay. <laughs> well, now I've got up. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Both Billy and Michaela's faces are just like... But there's a door <laughs> at the end of the hallway now? Yes. Get I'm it, Gorbel. I'm imagining this actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing in front of no doors. <laughs> Wait, where'd the doors go? <laughs> so yes, yeah. now you're at another door. Get it, Gorbel. I open it. Oh. <laughs> door opens. Gently. <laughs> Gently. And then cast firebolt. <laughs> and even more. <laughs> you're in an even more normal hallway. This looks like some sort of, uh, like, subterranean hallway that leads to auxiliary hallways. <laughs> and it goes. So the first one went straight. This one is, uh, is that perpendicular? Yep. Yes. So it's like. Basically, this one's going left and right where you were just going straight before. Where you were going north and south before. Correct. Nuh-uh. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do (laughs) cardinal directions. Um, So you've got a left way that you can go and a right way that you can go. On the right is a staircase going up. Excuse me. On the left is a staircase going down. Let's go up. I feel like there's going to be poop down. I don't know, though, because... 
down is where a lot I of feel like there's gonna be poop let, down. Let me happen. just let me just do some smelling and checking around here for tracks or something. You're gonna smell nope, for tracks. That's poop. what you do. This I hung whole out time? with Shadow. Okay, he taught me some tricks. <laughs> that's <laughs> I didn't know you were smelling the tracks this whole time. <laughs> it's part of it. Yep, smells like feet. <laughs> Smells like a couple a of boots. Size <laughs> 10 shoe. No but I say it smells like feet every time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's tracks. It smells like reindeer paws. <laughs> can, can I right, smell are the you tracks? Try, are you rolling survival? Yes. Okay, give me a survival check. Okay. I think I want to start smoking. <laughs> Ooh, 36. <laughs> 36. Okay, Gore. Horrible. Pinwin, um, you can tell that uh, from like looking around, you can see that there's a there's heavy traffic going up, but just a, f- a little bit of traffic going to the left side path, which leads down. And you get the vague sense from looking at these tracks that the the people who have traveled down are a bit more affluent, as if servants. We're not commonly allowed to go down. So the feet mm. weren't as stinky. Not as stinky. Oh. A bit more perfumed. So it was very backwards. Well, guys, I am completely wrong. The downstairs has the sophisticated smell where servants probably weren't allowed, but up is our traffic area. We're, so, I don't know. Take your pick. Do we want to go fancy? I don't know if that's a servant. Gas mock to egg on my face. I don't know <laughs> if that helps or not. Like, where is more likely to have the ritual and the seal? I wouldn't I would think say in down. the servant's quarter. Yeah, I would say probably down. Are you searching for someone in particular? I am. Can you smell the drow? I might need something. Do you have... Yes. Uh, so I, I reach into my shirt and I have the ring that she gave me on a chain around my neck and I okay. yank it off and I hold it in front of Bem. Mm. Bem sniffs around. We, we must, must go, go down. down. Down it is. All right. Mm. So you guys head down? Yeah. Yes. I, I do. Okay. So you guys head to the left and you start going down the stairs. And you're actually traveling down some stairs, like different like platforms to stair to platform to stair for a couple of minutes. And eventually you get to an area that's very cold and there's like a mist pooling around the floor. It's a kind of like a stone, rough stone dirt floor. And there's a door right ahead of you. Are there, okay, so we'll go through that door. What's the nature of the mist? Uh, it doesn't seem magical. It seems natural. Uh, is the door locked? The door is locked. Yeah. I kick it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do I do I notice any like uh, <laughs> pressure plates, any strings or wires or Give anything else survival. out of place? Fuck yeah, twenty six. You do not notice any traps, but you also don't notice a lock or a handle of any type for this door. I touch the door and cast Identify. You identify this door as Heckler's Giggle Door. (gasps) A spell. (laughs) Okay. That has been 
created in order to bar entry. As you cast Identify, before the spell completes, you hear, Hello. (laughs) So it starts laughing. (laughs) Make me laugh. Make you laugh? Everybody roll initiative. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yes. Seven. (laughs) Okay, 21. Shoot. Okay. 28. Okay. 26. Okay, so Willem, you get to go first. Knock, knock. Who's there? (laughs) Spell. Spell who? W-H-O. And you guys watch as the door opens slightly. Gorbel, you're up. Firebolt. (laughs) (laughs) No! Slam shot. Not for me! I put my finger in the air as if to say, hold on one second, and I, I rummage through my things a little bit. I find my lipstick, and I find my compact mirror, and I pull it out, and I apply my lipstick. I say, a joke? And I turn the mirror around. <laughs> oh! You hear, you hear, <laughs> visual gag. <laughs> and the door <laughs> opens up a little bit more. Pinwin. Um, knock, knock. Who's there? You're up. You're a poo. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and it opens a little bit more. You feel, Tomar, as if you can manage this. I know jokes aren't really your territory, oh, we're but just going you feel like if round. you can manage this, it might open up fully. I heard a good one recently, and uh, I have a friend, I, a new friend I just made that reminded me of it. What do you call a guy who never farts in public? I don't know. A private tutor. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my role persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> because of your charisma score. That's, <laughs> that's the main reason. I want to see how well you deliver this. 20. Damn. Wow. So you hear nothing and then <laughs> and the door opens all the way and then disappears. Oh, but I had more jokes. I thought about <laughs> blowing the whistle, but then that would have sent mixed signals, so. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been a good I have expected Gorbel to just take out the golden sword and just <laughs> stab it. <laughs> um, hey guys, how do you tell if a vampire is sick? By how much he's coughing. Oh, ha. <laughs> good, good times. <laughs> Vampire stuff plays weird now amongst us, probably. But <laughs> what you, I'm not ready for that. So what there's you, another hallway in front of you that you guys can travel down, and you see a large ornate door at the end. Uh-oh. Save your jokes. Okay. Let's go! I'll hurry to the door, and I'll try to open it, unless it's locked. It is not locked. It yes. opens very easily. Nice. And leads into a large dome-shaped chamber. Inside the chamber are many spherical orbs of magical energy, and in within each of them, there seems to be a person inside, trapped. 
You can see some dwarves, some elves. There's a couple of half-orcs. There's a few creatures that you're not quite sure how to place. You even see a tiefling in there. And Willem, immediately, you notice on the far side of the room, Shigara trapped in one of these orbs. In the center of this room is some sort of podium contraption with some levers on it. I run to the orbed Shigara. Okay. I run to the levers. <laughs> and I start yelling, Shigara! <laughs> you receive no response. She seems to be in a gentle repose, kind of in a stasis, floating in the center of this orb, as if unable to understand what's going on around her. Her eyes are closed as if in a deep sleep. I attempt to touch the orb. Give me a wisdom save. Yeesh. You get sucked into the orb. At least they're together. Bye, Willow. 20... <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's it. <laughs> Bye. Uh, 27. 27. You feel a strong pull as if something trying to drag you into the orb itself, but you resist. However, it does still hurt. Willem, you take 61 necrotic damage. Jeez. Super cool. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally rad. Yeah. Aces. What are you touching it for? <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. And I start pulling all the levers. No, I'm not actually pulling levers. <laughs> it was a joke. Well, don't joke. I There's one the, for the giggle door. The giggle door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, is there any labels on there? Like there are none. There are four levers. Oh. One is red. One is green. Green, one is blue and one is black. What color is oh red, blue, green, and black? Yep. Okay. Uh what color are the orbs right now? They're all like a kind of a bluish green. How many are there? There's t like 20 in here. Anything else other than the levers? Nope. Hmm. Can we can pull we... the blue and the green lever. And are they they're all separate levers and they can only go one way or the other? Uh, they seem to all be in the middle, so I guess I should have described that better. So there's like three different positions they can be in? Correct. Oh, great. Okay. Mm. That's too many options. <laughs> Uh, what position are they currently in? Middle. They're all the middle. Oh, sorry. You just said that. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, no problem. And they can go either up or down or in the middle. Can it, we use, pers can I use perception to try to like really look into it and see if there's like any connections? Yeah. Are there the wires, wires or, or some shit that go somewhere? Give me a perception check. Anyone who wants. Yes. Is... Is this like is this similar to anything we've 19. ever seen before? Uh, give me a general intelligence check. You got nineteen for perception. Yeah, I got twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, Smell the wires, Pinwin. And all of us history. Or <laughs> Smell just, like feet. We're just no gorble. you perception. Oh okay. Yeah. Just gorble for history or not history intelligence. Oh. Uh, okay. I got a fourteen for perception and a. I, I'm not rolling intelligence. No. Okay. Twenty. What'd you get, gorble? Four. Okay, no, this is, you can't, you have never seen anything like this. This is a very strange setup. Uh, Tomar, Willem, and Pinwin, none of you, wait, Pinwin, what was yours? Like 27, 20-something. 20 okay, so Tomar and Willem, 
you're you're having a really rough time trying to discern what this is. Pinwin, you can kind of see at the back of the platform is a little switch of some kind. You're it's like a little red button and you're not 100% sure what it is, but you're pretty sure no one else has noticed it cuz it's kind of recessed, kind of hidden behind like the lip of the platform. Guys, there's a red button. My insides tell me to push it. Pinwin, I think you're maturing because you. I'm definitely happy you said something before just pushing it. Can I push it? <laughs> uh, I'm inching my finger closer. Until I kind of want you to. Cause I press the red button. Okay. You press the red button. And Tomar, since you're standing right in front of the podium, correct? Mm-hmm. You watch as all of the levers change positions. Well, most of them. The first one goes all the way forward. That's the red one. You watch as the blue one goes all the way down. You watch as the green one goes all the way forward up to the top. And the black one stays in the same position. Does anything change in the room? After a moment, you watch as all of the orbs almost like magnetically shift three positions. Hmm. Hmm. So like, the people are so still are in there? Are they in a circle? Yep. Okay. They're in a perfect circle? I just pictured them scattered about. Yeah, yeah they're in a I circle thought. around the room. Okay. Okay. Are um, <sighs> we playing and musical they, they switch three. They switch three positions which way? Clockwise or counterclockwise? Counterclockwise. Counterclockwise? You know how we feel about puzzles. Okay, so... And you said there's 20 orbs? Yes, there's 20 orbs. And all but just, one are filled with a person. And it just rotated counterclockwise three positions. Is this Correct. musical chairs, but with orbs? There's no music. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe there will be in post. <laughs> are there any markings, like on the walls or on the ceiling? There is none. Floor? Nope. No discernible features from your perception check that you were able to see. And green is down. Green, green is, is up. Green is up. Red is red up. Is green is up. Blue is down, and black is middle. Yep. Can I push the red button again and see what it does? I have an idea. Does it require me pushing the button again? Not, <laughs> not yet. I'll tell you what. If my idea doesn't work, you can push the red button again. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Tomar, do you mind if I? Do you mind if I? If I grab the levers? Oh, the levers. Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> um. I would like to uh, move the red lever all the way down. Okay. The moment you move the red lever all the way down, you watch as a dwarf three positions to the left in front of the, like the center straight across. The orb turns bright red and you watch as the eyes open on this dwarf and then <gasps> it disintegrates. Oh! <gasps> And the orb disappears. That was a problem. Thank God that wasn't one of our friends. Uh, Don't do that, I guess. No, 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 no. Can I press the red button again? (laughs) Hang on. Uh, Maybe hold off. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Should I? (laughs) Hang the fuck on. (laughs) Do you have a rewind spell? (laughs) Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Hmm? I I used the dagger. Fuck. I don't have Revivify prepared. Well, you just murdered a, one of my kin. <laughs> uh, this is on you, Willem. I don't feel good about that. 
Can I press? The so what? Why? What was your button? theory in the first place that you pulled on that? They're all blue green, so I thought if I moved the red and the black levers all the way down, and the blue and the green levers up, it would be good. Why would one of them die? Is there a specific thing about that position on the in the circle, like when he died? Is that is there anything similar about the other ones that make that one stand out, or is it its position specifically that? As far as you can discern, it's it seems to just be the position at this point. It's hard to tell. Um, I would like to equip my tavern bracers. Okay. And after doing so, I will grab or just touch the podium with both okay. hands. All right. And I'd like to cast identify. Okay. I'll read the description on the tavern bracers, please. It's a bit of a stretch, but when wearing these leather bracers, any tavern games or festival games will be your plaything. You'll have advantage when engaging in them, as well as an additional plus two to any roll you make. Okay. And you're going to cast identify? Yes, please. Okay. You know that this, uh, this is a nameless object, this podium, but it is connected very specifically to the positions of this contraption, whatever this may be. Uh, give, uh, tell me high or low unless you have a coin to flip. <laughs> in game or in real life? In real life. <laughs> high. And that is all you can discern from this as it is basically pretty straightforward. What? It's <laughs> straightforward? So I think I just need to press the red button again, guys. Nah. <laughs> Are there any other... Any of our other friends in these? Not that you can see. These all seem like strangers. Um. Should we maybe investigate? Mm-hmm. It did necrotic damage to him. Correct. Uh, who? The sounds bad. <laughs> but I'm gonna target one of the mm-hmm. orbs that is non-dwarven with a non-dwarf in it. Tomar. And I'm going to cast... Let's just choose the drow one. <laughs> I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on it, and it does radiant damage. Okay. Why would you do that? Um, so you target... Uh, let's say there's a, there's a half-elf in one of the <laughs> orbs. Does that sound fine to you? I mean, better than a dwarf. Tomar. <laughs> and you're going to cast Sacred Flame? Yes. Okay. You watch as the orb kind of like ripples with lightning and uh, go ahead and uh, roll damage for that. 20 radiant. All right. You take 20 radiant damage, Tomar, Mm. as the light bounces off of it and hits you. Ouch. I don't understand. And I think you have resistance to that, so I'd probably be 10. Yeah. Yeah. So... What happens when I play my lute? Maybe it is musical chairs. <laughs> You're gonna play your lute? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. at this point, go for it. If I can't press the button, I think I'll just take my lute out and just start to play a nice little melody while I'm trying to think, I guess. All right, as you play your lute, nothing happens. <sighs> I'm gonna press the red button, guys. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, Dirk, Len, have you guys seen anything like this? Dirt kind of steps up and like looks around. Well, uh, I, you know, it, it seems like a bit of a puzzle, but uh, I don't know. I would suggest 
uh, this seems unfair. The whole, the whole way it's set up, it, without any rules to know what's going on. And Len kind of interrupts him. Yes, without any rules to know what's going on, we are at a disadvantage here. Perhaps you can cheat the system somehow. We don't really have the opportunity to utilize these levers without the rules in place. Here's a question. Out of curiosity, and because I kind of want to, um, I kind of want to see what happens to Chester too. I'm gonna cast Plane Shift. Oh, can you pick the plane? Yeah. Oh, that's good. You and up to eight willing creatures who link hands in a circle are transported to a different plane of existence. You can specify a target destination in general terms, and you appear in that. Uh, and then they How's have. How's he gonna get back? They have specific destinations and stuff. But how's he going to get back? We need our rune. I'm sorry. Well, I can cast it twice. Can you without seeing them? We'd be with them. We're going together. Uh, So my idea is that most of us link hands. We teleport to the same place on the ethereal plane and see if we can move them out of the orbs when they're no longer like solid or something. If we can interact with their spirits or something, and then when we teleport back, if we could just, um, they'd be outside of the orbs. I don't know. Okay, so you want to link hands with, what, everybody but Othus? And Bem, I guess. Oh yeah, I forgot Bem was rolling for the ride. (laughs) Alright guys, I don't know if this is gonna work, but I'm gonna just try and pop us into the ethereal plane. Try not to wander when we go there, but... This should be relatively the same place when we go to it. And then I I concentrate real hard and I remember... I guess it'll feel like falling into water or something and then like floating down instead of floating up. All right, so Tomar casts his spell after you guys kind of lock hands and you guys are kind of ushered into a different weird realm. You've... Most of you have probably only felt this once before when Aro cast the blink spell on you, except for Pinwin, you were not there for this. So this might be a unique experience for you and maybe same for Willem. So I guess just the two of you. I forgot who was involved in that, but you are in this like war- realm, this world that looks very similar to the one you're in, but it's all the colors are very muted and to the point that it's like white, black, and gray, everything that exists. But you can see pinpricks of light sprouting out of each of the orbs as if to look at their souls. And you guys are currently in the ethereal plane. I get pretty uh, dour. My countenance changes. Yeah, Tomar, for you, this is actually going to give you a point of exhaustion returning to the ethereal plane. And so keep that in mind when, when doing this. You feel this creeping sense of dread sort of like wrap its way around what it feels like your soul but like your heart and just it feels awful for you to return to this place uh maybe we can try investigating again and i i glance over at chester to see if anything has changed about him nothing seems to have changed about chester just the world that you're in uh if you want to give me investigation rules you guys can yes Yestigation. Uh, I already tried touching the orbs in the other plane. I'd rather not do a repeat of that. Uh, 30 for investigation. Nine. Can I do perception instead of investigation? Sure. I just don't. Yeah. 
<laughs> Fuck around, find out. 19. Okay, what'd you get, Tomar? I, just I got nine better. for investigation. Okay. 25 for perception. Okay, Pinwin, with your 25 perception, the world is much stranger here. Everything kind of feels like you're almost underwater, but not quite. Like very thick, humid air almost that kind of almost slows your movement. But it feels that way, but doesn't. It's a very weird, unique experience. And as you're looking around, you can see that... Almost as if when you focus on each thing, that's when they become more corporeal, like they get more lustrous as you look at them, and everything out of the sides of your vision becomes more, like, faded. Hmm. Um, Willem, with your investigation of, what, 30? 30. 30. Thank goodness. You can see that there is a tiny little light in the corner of the room. Weirdly... I, as if you are the only one who notices this, while it is mostly white, there is a very pale green tint to this light. Anybody else peeping that? And as Willem draws your attention to it, you guys see this like kind of like weird, vague illumination of a light uh, that is has a very pale green hint to it, just barely. Oh, you would have never noticed it before until he pointed it out. I'd like to approach it, please. I sit down on the floor and I say, we can't stay here much longer. Are you doing okay? No. This is the ethereal plane, by the way. Why did you choose this plane? Because I thought that the orbs would be passable then, because everything is different here. Willem, as, as you approach, you see that there are some words. What languages do you speak, Willem? Common Elvish Orc. Okay, you do not recognize the language that is scrawled. There's like some carvings in the just the bottom, like almost like where the floor meets the wall, very tiny in an unrecognizable script. Can anybody read this? Okay, I'll go check and see. And what languages do you speak? Common Halfling, but I can speak Infernal too. You speak Draconic, too. Penwin, you also do not recognize this Dang script. It. Is it Druidic? Gorble, look at it. Do you see anything? Anybody. Can anybody read this? Can I make out at all what it is? If you were to move closer, perhaps you could. I know Celestial, Common, Deep Speech, Dwarvish, and Gnomish. Uh, as you approach Gorble, the when you get within 30 feet of it, you notice that, all of you notice that are near it, that it suddenly changes and translates. Oh, Weir- weirdly, you don't often see this with written things, but you do see it with this, with the translator, and it changes it into common for you. And it says, the contraption is a fraud. Do not trust the contraption. Cheat. That's what we're trying to do. Does that mean press the red button? (laughs) I have a, I take a, just like a copper coin out of uh, my pocket and I try and throw it through the nearest orb. You throw the copper coin and it rebounds and kind of zings across and like ricochets and bounces around and then drops to the ground. It looks like it's singed. 
can't pass through them here either. Tomar, do you want to head back yeah, to the... Yeah, I'm ice. <laughs> Everyone grab my hands. <sighs> and you guys are back in the material plane, and that coin is gone. Well, <laughs> hmm. Man, you're out one copper. <laughs> How... How hobgoblin? Oh my gosh! How hobgoblin do I look? Not super hobgoblin. How hobgoblin could I look? Well, you have a disguise, kids. Yeah. Yeah. You got two experienced makeup artists here. I guess it would depend on uh, what you're trying to do. <sighs> Guys, I know this might sound crazy. Hit me! I'm all ears. But what if I like? Put on a little bit more of a hobgoblin disguise and go see if I can get somebody to help us. Hmm. Oh. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, maybe that could work. Then we could also maybe kidnap a hobgoblin. That, that would. That is something we want to do and inquire about what is happening. Oh, Tomar, are you, are you okay now? I don't. I still don't feel very good. Yeah, Tomar, you have a you have a point of exhaustion, and just going into the ethereal plane was it was traumatic. It did not feel good. Everything about it sucked. <laughs> Do you want to like take a short rest while we wrestle up a hobgoblin? I don't know. I don't know if we can't solve this now. So what the position that the orb was in, where the dwarf died. That is just empty now? Third to the... Yeah, there's no orb there at all. So maybe someone needs to stand there. So there's just a blank spot there? Like yep. they didn't move to like reposition so that it's still like a circle? Correct. Okay. It's just a blank spot. And which which one is empty? Six positions to your right from center. On the far side or the nearest side? If you're looking straight, six positions that way. So forward and then to the right. Does that make sense? No. I mean, yes, but it's in a circle, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So six positions to the right nearest me or six positions to the right from the far side? Uh, so you're in the center. and oh. oh, we're in the center? Yeah, that's where the podium is, is in the center. That is also not Oh, what I didn't I know that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. I thought I said that. I apologize. My bad. Okay. So I'm looking at the controls, and straight in front is an empty orb. Three positions to the left of that is an empty spot, and three positions to the right of the center, or six positions to the right of center is an empty orb. All of that is correct, except directly in front of you, you're looking at another dwarf. There's only one empty position, and that's six to the right from center. But the all the orbs have people in them. Yes, except for the the one six positions to the right and then the empty spot three positions to your left. I'm going to try and touch the empty one to see what happens. Give me a wisdom save, Tomar. And it would I guess be at disadvantage. Ooh. No, it's a uh, well, that's ability checks. Oh. Not saves. Okay, sorry, you're right. Yep. 21. 21, you feel this heavy compulsion sucking you in towards this orb. You take 31 necrotic damage. Yeesh. I hate puzzles. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, puzzles are fine when you know the fucking rules. <laughs> well, we know we're supposed to cheat. 
Right. So we need to start thinking like But we cheaters. don't know what cheating is because we don't know the rules. So we don't know how to think outside the parameters thereof. What happens if you move the lever back to where you pulled it? I mean... I don't want to pull any more levers. I don't think we're point. supposed to use the contraption. What if we use the, the red contraption button? Contraption is a lie. That's cheating. That's true. He wasn't supposed to see it necessarily. Do I turn the red I'm button again? I'm very nervous about this. I know. However, when you press the red button previously, none of the orbs were destroyed. They just, the the contraption, the levers moved, and the, the orbs moved, too, Yeah, they right? rotated. Yes, three positions counterclockwise. Maybe if they rotate into the blank space, then maybe... Right. Pinwin, push the red button. Okay. <laughs> push the red Everyone button. Everyone disintegrates. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> I shoot myself with my blue arrow. (laughs) (laughs) The orbs move three positions to the left, counterclockwise. Uh, Sorry, that should be. And all of the levers return to where they were before you pulled the lever. Do I do it again? Did anything happen to the orbs that went across the, the blank space? Nope. The blanks... The blank space is now three positions to the right. I'm going to press it again. Or sorry, the sorry, the empty one is three positions to the right. The blank space is now three posi- six positions to the left. Okay. I'll press the button again. All right. It moves three again. The empty one is now three positions to the right. The blank space is now nine positions to the left, pretty much behind you. One more time. All right, the blank or the empty one is directly in front of you. The empty one is now twelve positions to the left. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna press it again. Just okay. Like <laughs> the empty one is now three positions to the left. The blank space is now fifteen positions to the right or to. Th- to the left as well. All the way back around. Almost. Six positions to the right. Yep. So it's all so it's been full circle and nothing happened? Not qu- no, no, not, not yet. Quite. Oh, okay, then I'll press it again. You'd you'd need to go one, two, three, one, two, three. Like essentially like two or three more times for it to go full circle. Okay, well I'll do that. So So you watch as it moves even further until it's back full circle. Does anything and sh- nothing happen? And Shigara is now in the in the first orb to the right of center. If it's back to full circle, then she would be oh, four. Four mm-hmm. to the right. Sorry. Yep. You're right. All right. I think we need a hobgoblin if it's not the red button. Yeah, I we, we need to know more about this in order to be able to manipulate the rules because we don't know the rules. Unless you said there's other rooms. We could investigate other rooms, but... Right. We should probably investigate the surrounding area and see if we can glean some sort of manual, instructions, some sort of guide on how this works, or possibly a person who knows how to operate this. Because obviously somebody or something put these people in there, so somebody here has to know how this works. Should we get Gorble disguised as a hobgoblin and then... Well, if we happen to find one... Even if I don't break away to to go persuade one, it could offer 
you guys some sort of protection. That's what, Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's a good idea. Could you just disintegrate one of the orbs? I'm not doing that. Why? <laughs> Wouldn't it disintegrate the contents of the orb as well? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, but... Disintegrate can the way be used things- on uh, magical barriers. I've seen it done before. Uh, the way things are working, though, I'm worried that's going to... Reflect mm-hmm. back on you. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to try and cast Dispel Magic on one of the orbs. Okay. I'll cast it on the empty one. I right. I hide behind the podium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you cast Dispel Magic, and it is, what's the, don't you have to roll, or what What level are you casting it at? So is it higher than fourth level? It may be. I think you just have to, like, cast it and then hope that it's within the, it's like your level plus, like, three or four or something? I will try and cast it at sixth level. Okay. You cast it at sixth level. The empty orb disintegrates. Damn it. <laughs> you should have done that on a non-empty orb. I know, but I don't... Well, but, but it was a gamble. Was I don't know if it'll kill whoever's inside. It's not a, a spell that hurts things. But I'll point... I'll do Dispel at 6th level on the half-elf orb. <laughs> okay. You cast Dispel on that orb. You said 6th level? Yeah. <laughs> The orb disappears and the half-elf drops to the ground and like, Oh, oh God. Oh, what happened? Oh, oh. And it's looking around all crazedly. And like backs up against the wall, hugging himself. I rush to his side. Oh, oh, hello. Hey, I'm Willem. These are the wolves of Moonreach. Uh, We're here to try and help everybody. How long have you been in there? I I don't know. The last thing I remember was being uh, taken and 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 put under this sort sort of spell thing. Uh, I I don't know. I don't, it's, it's 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 maybe been a while. Commander, we need your help. <laughs> um. Uh, who who brought you here? A bunch of hobgoblins, and and they were flanked by some 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 hairy wolf people. I see. Did you happen to catch any names? I didn't catch any names, but uh, there was someone they kept referring to as the master. Uh, mm. Were you conscious when they put you in here, or no? Uh, I was. I was fading. They had hit me a few times in the head. Of the wolf people, was there a very like? Uh, dominating female wolf person? Um, there wasn't present, but they did say that they had to listen to the sub-queen and do what she asked. Like a sandwich? Yeah. I could go for a sub right now. <laughs> <laughs> sub-queen? Interesting. Gorbel, I think. I think you and I are on the same page here on who we think that might be. Well, I don't... I'm the queen. <laughs> but are you the sub-queen? Uh, I'm not sub-anything. <laughs> exactly. So who do you think would be trying to climb the ranks and dethrone you? Well, how would that work? She's supposed to submit to me. Uh, clearly that's never been the case, right? I am not going to be a fucking co-queen. <laughs> 
I'm, very I'm sure you'll. I'm, very I'm sure you'll take that up with her. Um, do I happen to have any leftover inorp mushrooms in my pack? I think you would. Yeah. Okay. Can I'm I gonna take one? <laughs> <laughs> you can absolutely. Yeah, you've got Thank you've you. got like maybe three portions left. Okay. We got a bunch yeah, of I, saddies in here. <laughs> I've uh, I give one to Tomar and I Hell give yeah. one to the half elf. What's your name? Uh, it's it's Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> What's your last name? McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> also Ronald. <laughs> Ronald. Ronald. <laughs> Esquire the third. Do you recognize any of the other people in these orbs? Uh, he, yeah, and he like starts. Looks like he's starting to feel better as he's like eating this mushroom. What happens that, to me when I eat mine? You gain full health and you replenish all of your spell slots. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eating the Inorp gives you the benefit of a long rest. Unfortunately, the Will only has one serving left. Damn. Yeah, I, and I'm Unless hanging on to can that. Can I paint them? <laughs> You can definitely paint them. It Normally, will not I have say the you effects. can try. <laughs> I meant with we need to go back to the Belderac and mine for fucking an orc mushroom. With his, with his dad's real. magic brush, though. I mean, you could definitely do it, but I doubt that it would have the effects once eaten that a uh, normal or real an orc mushroom would. Will do you want me to half elf like points, and he's like, uh, "That's that's my brother there, and that's one of my friends over there." Are you all from Bronzewall? Yes. Do you have any idea why they would target you and your I, family? I I don't know. They the last thing I heard was them saying, "Let's make it difficult for them." I don't know what that means. Do you want me to cast a spell on these other ones, Willem? Is there a mass dispel magic spell? No. <laughs> but I, I know this is going to sound selfish, but I I would really appreciate if you could at least cast a spell on Shigar's orb. I just wanted to make sure you were okay with me doing that in case there's some weird fuckery. Can can I tell from the orb that the half-elf was in if it was any different for any reason whatsoever than the orb that Shigara occupies? Give me Arcana. As long as we have a diamond (laughs) and I happen to kill her, then I can bring her back. 25. I have diamonds. 25? Uh, yeah, there's, as far as you can tell, looking at these orbs, they look pretty much the same. You feel very comfortable in the assumption that they are relatively the same. Does diamond dust count? Well, Gorble I, did say she has diamonds. Okay, I'm just, I've got, I've also got a hefty pouch of diamond dust. That I, I think diamond use. dust is technically a different material based on the rules. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a raw material, I could probably turn it into a diamond. Mm. I'm going to dispel magic, six level on her orb. All right. Cheetah. You guys watch <laughs> as the orb crumbles and Shigara drops to the ground and almost dizzily stands up, opens her eyes, and you watch as they turn to dark slits. Her Mm -hmm. eyebrows narrow, and she draws two blades from her side. (laughs) What? No, no. Then you hear... And that's where we're going to end for the night. Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Oh... 
What? You sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now you guys got to tell me why you deserve five points of boon. I don't know. My I don't brain think hurts. I do. <laughs> I took I everyone to the ethereal plane. I pressed a red button a lot. Willem killed a man. Willem killed a dwarf <laughs> in cold blood. Ah, uh, join the club of We casualty. flew with a puppy. <laughs> and I actually feel bad about this one. <laughs> all right, yeah, you guys can all have five points of boon. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> stiff, upper, stiff, stiff upper lip, Willem. All right, now it's time for tonight's M. VPC. I want you guys to tell me who deserves an additional five points of boon for the audience's benefit. Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorble is four. On the count of three, I will have you hold up the number of course, the number of fingers corresponding to the person you would like to vote for the MVPC. That person will receive an extra five points of boon. All right, I'll give you a minute to decide, and then we will vote. Does everybody have it? All right. One, two, three, vote. All right, we've got two votes for Tomar, one vote for Gorbel, and one vote for Willem. <clears throat> Tomar, why'd you vote for Willem? I don't know. He was good at showing his concern for his lady, and he was really trying to solve the puzzle. <laughs> uh had it written down and stuff. I I don't know. That's <laughs> I was stumped by the end of that one. All right. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Gorbel? So I liked when she was um trying to firebolt everything. That was funny. <laughs> and I like that she never well not never, but very rarely makes perception checks. And I like how she plays that like <laughs> um and yeah, I like I your make idea. perception checks. I just can't do anything. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and I liked the idea for the hobgoblin. I think that'll be something that'll definitely come in handy. That um, yeah, disguising her as a hobgoblin. So, all right, very nice, uh, Gorbel. Why did you vote for Tomar? I thought it was pretty gutsy to take us to the ethereal plane. It was a good idea, also, um, and it did prove to be helpful. Um, cause we found that clue. Oh yeah. Tomar, you're also n no longer suffering from a point of exhaustion after eating the inort mushroom. Nice. Oh yeah. And he gave me an inort mushroom. There's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Willem, why'd you vote for Tomar? Uh, because he was willing to put himself in harm's way and possible like traumatic psychological harm's way by taking us to the ethereal plane to try and figure out, uh, how to solve the puzzle without harming the people inside specifically and especially Shigara. Um, and he also came up with the dispel spell uh, to dispel the orbs, uh, which I was also very appreciative mm. of. Yes, very nice. That means tonight's MVPC is Tomar Ironfist. <laughs> Take you five points of boon and, I don't know, get a security blanket or something. <laughs> Whatever you need, buddy. I'm sucking my thumb. <laughs> oh, I have right. a binky. <laughs> That's it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening once again. 
We have recently opened our Discord server to the public. So if you would like to hang out with us, do some chatty chats, and shoot the breeze with the rest of us, please check out the link in our episode description or on any of our social media platforms. We will have a link to our Discord server. You can hang out with us. And uh, if you consider checking out our Patreon and making us warlocks, there are some awesome tiers available, including... Yeah, new tiers, and including the option to contribute a campfire question, contribute encounters that the players will uh, eventually uh, run into, also creating NPCs, but also you get some sweet flair and a different colored name inside of the Discord and some different access to channels in there. So definitely check that out. We also had two patrons upgrade in their tiers, thanks to D. Bose and M., for upgrading, uh, they uh, yeah. after after we changed our yeah. tiers, they both decided you know just go for the gusto and you know donate a little bit more money per month and have access to a lot more features than they originally did. So we thank both of them very much. Um, also, consider rating us on iTunes. And if you really like us, if you really appreciate what we're doing, it would help us out if you gave us five stars. Also, anywhere that there are other rating systems for podcasts. But, of course, iTunes is kind of the holy grail for that. So definitely consider that. Also, consider leaving a review. Any reviews that you leave, we will read on the podcast. So you'll get your own little shout out. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate. Other than that, I think that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, folks. I am your host and DM Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Peace out, motherfucker. Fuck, fuck. Hey, that rhymed. Hey, that rhymed. I'm Dr. Seuss, except not abusive. <laughs> <laughs>